0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Hey, I'm Molly Carmel, an eating disorder and addiction therapist and your coaching guide. On my show, What You're Craving, we get to the real root of your problems when it comes to food, weight, dieting, and beyond. Through honest conversations with a crew of my favorite experts and friends, we'll expand our minds, we'll learn, we'll laugh, we'll even heal. Get ready to break open and break through. I've got your back big time. And together, we'll figure out what you're really craving. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode anywhere you listen to podcasts.
2: Let some things be retrograde. You guys. Oh, my God. Elizabeth. Ah! Stephanie. Ah! We're back. I have to say, I'm... Really happy to see you. I'm so happy. I haven't like you. said that out loud before we're recording because I'm just too overwhelmed and don't want to be emotional. But I'm just like really happy.
1: Oh, I love you. I love you too. It's like we
2: just picked up where we left. We off. sure did. I was nervous.
1: I was a little nervous was too. Like, Who's she even? What am I like now? The <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same. Literally fresh pricks in my face from Botox. Yeah. It, it's only right. Yeah, no. To I see mean, one another in this state and your bathrooms overflowed. Oh my
2: god, guys, Elizabeth showed up here and my bathroom downstairs was overflowing with shit water and yeah. there was just fucking shit water all over my house. It couldn't be more fucking retrograde over here. Yeah. Also, um, Elizabeth just met my boyfriend for the first I did. time.
1: I'm gonna need a full review. I think he's wonderful. Okay, great. Why? Really? No. <laughs> I just thought he was very friendly and welcoming mm-hmm. and kind, and I loved your guys' vibe together. I love that review. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't wait for us to all like really hang out. Yeah. Have some laughs some drinks. All of it. Like the libations. I can't wait for him to meet Joey. I feel like him That's and Joey gonna are going to be fun friends. That will be nice. Because they can both like be, you know. Silly and chill. Mm-hmm. Jason mm-hmm. loves to improvise in his own words. Oh, really? So. Okay. Yeah, he needs a little like dog with a bone like you're, right. like you're Joey. He
1: loves the yes and. Yeah. He provides the yes and yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So guys, Stephanie and I, this is our first time recording together in 2021 in the same room.
2: This is our first time so being, being in the, same, in the room same room in six months. Yeah. Which like was the thing that in my brain was like circling back over and over and over again. And yeah. And I was just like, this is not normal. I have not seen her for six months. Like I, it was like torturing me
1: but we fixed it. No, we fixed we're it. We're fixing
2: it. It's just weird because like I was living my own life. You were living your yeah. own life. And it's like hard to know, hard to find ways to connect when it's like, yeah. it's funny though, because we live in this world where you can have relationships on Zoom, right? Yeah. But like, I don't know about you or everyone listening, but for me, it just like really lacks the je ne sais quoi of mm-hmm. the, the joie de vivre. Yeah, like I don't know how people have like long distance relationships where they don't see each other for long periods of time. Like, bitch, I'd be cheating if that's the case. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I would get, it's just hard to stay connected when you're not like physically, at least for me. I'm like, I'm that full, what's that human design touch? Your love language? Mm, Well, my love language is compliments, but no. <laughs> Gifts. <laughs> no, but um, when they say like how you connect, like right. m- mine is like the touching sense. Yeah,
1: mine's definitely not that. No, yours is something else. I yeah. Can't, I
2: can't remember. Right. I know you can't remember because you don't. Definitely not. You don't retain stuff like that.
1: No, I can't. I know. I can tell you a lot about a lot of other things, but I can't tell you anything that has to do with my own personal astrology or human design beyond the fact that I'm a manifest generator five minutes ago she asked me what her rising sign was and I said the fact that you
2: can't retain this is sweet but alarming
1: I thought it would be cute (laughs) to like go back to kind of like an old bit
2: Uh uh-huh but you also
1: but also I didn't (laughs) yeah (laughs) so so there's there's that that.
2: (laughs) Oh, wait, I have a hot topic. Oh, tell me. Did you watch the Friends reunion? Yes. Okay, I'm going to need us to talk okay, about
1: that. Okay, within the first 45 seconds, I was in full ugly face cry tears. Okay, same. I was like feeling it so hard. And I didn't think... And you know, Lisa Kudrow for me is my number one ultimate. I think everything she says is the funniest thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. So I was just... All her side comments mm-hmm. was exactly what I needed in that moment.
2: And you know, for me, like as a, as an actor who... I wouldn't call myself like a transformative Meryl Streep. I'm more of a like can be herself well with false emotions and false premises, but I'm Mm -hmm. not like fucking Daniel Day Lewis over here to see Lisa Kudrow as herself acting so much like Phoebe was like this really beautiful, like artistic confirmation for me of like, it's cool. Like everyone has their idiosyncrasies and you bring that to your character and that's like, really what makes it so fun
1: another theme that i pulled <laughs> in my analysis yeah. of the friends reunion was how they casted david and lisa first mm-hmm. and i also know this because sarah silverman has told us that like everyone that was in comedy in la and new york at the time were everybody auditioned for that mm-hmm. show and they and she, it's so funny i always said she needs to put this in her act because she's always like everyone's like going out for the show first Friends, yeah, they like, were like making fun they of would it. make fun of it, <laughs> and like that like, makes sense that people would make fun of it. It does like, seem what is so stupid, script? what a silly
2: concept. But jokes on literally all of us. That's why whenever I come up with ideas for writing, I'm like, it's so dumb that it's going to work
1: exactly. And so they cast uh, the Ross character and the Phoebe character first, and then I found it promising that it took them two months till they casted anybody else, mm-hmm. and like you know. You just never know what can happen. And this, it's just a testament to kind of like magic exists Mm -hmm. because like something cool and amazing could happen and you just never know when.
2: Right. Like you don't know what's in the works. I always remind myself of, or I have reminded myself of that in like tougher times when like I'm not employed or like I'm not dating someone or whatever, when you feel that like lack and somewhat like desperation. Yeah. The thing that I always remind myself is like, or the thing I've lied to myself about to help me get through, but actually I think is partially true, is like right now someone's thinking about you or mentioning your name and you have no idea. Totally, And you just, you have no you have to have faith that that's happening and I think like from a manifesting perspective, if you put your faith into yeah. that,
1: it actually like resonates and becomes true. And next thing you know, you're on the cover of Us Weekly with people speculating about your fertility. I will <laughs> say that that would never happen today. <laughs> <I know>. because, <laughs> but then I was just, I just hated how that was part of it. But that's a whole other conversation around early aught celebrity culture that is disgusting. Well, they were, ne- they were fucking lightning in a bottle. Yeah. The fact that they got they've been
2: watched billions of times that they were syndicated like that like the amount of money and and exposure that they got from being on tv in the 90s and early 2000s no human being on earth will ever experience that again right from the entertainment perspective because now there's just too much shit so many options and yeah you just can't make that type of yeah money or impact
1: it was just so really unless you're the handmaid's tale. it could have no. done without the fashion show yeah i was like i have no that. no fashion show yeah like sorry and don't need that i would have just loved them to just reminisce more can i say something unpopular but
2: maybe popular okay we don't need gaga there
1: oh i liked that part Some, i could without the choir sans choir except for when 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 lisa was like oh yeah i just kind of thought it was better though like with just me <laughs> exactly she just is so effortlessly hilarious and but, if anybody hasn't watched the comeback which is the most spectacular show I think ever written agree. in my humble agree do it enjoy yourself first season and then nine years later comes the second season mm-hmm. both are fantastic wait also gaga sorry not to like
2: uh Harp. You know, be a hater but I just think it's funny like She's so unfunny. <laughs> she tries to be funny so often that I'm just like, I don't try to be Gaga. Like, why don't you just fucking stay in your lane? Like it's to me, it's embarrassing and takes away from her brilliance as an artist when she tries to be funny and has like
1: right. literally I mean, it no was timing. A, it was a choice to like integrate that bit. They tried something. They tried you tried never something. know. Right. Going back to, you know, sometimes you just got to try stuff yeah, and it will land see, we learned so many deep
2: lessons. I mean, I loved it. I hated when people were like, it was a mess. Like the internet
1: coming from Matthew Perry. it's like so sad. No, I don't like any of that. I think that the problem is, I mean, think something to ponder. What would friends have been like without the chorus with the chorus of the internet being so goddamn loud and annoying and opinionated in back in the day? It would have Ruined the experience. They do use gay as a punchline like a lot. Too much. Which
2: I, I agree is problematic at this point. Yeah. But they were able to live. And if Steph
1: Cimbari thinks it's problematic, we know. Because <laughs> I am <laughs> extremely problematic myself. <laughs> I'm just waiting to get canceled.
2: <laughs> no, fuck you. Um... <laughs> no, my biggest and best and most beloved thing, and then we can move on from the friend reunion, is that... Matt LeBlanc is a fucking national treasure. I'm so in love with him. I don't care how many cannolis he was smuggling under his t-shirt. <laughs> See,
1: that's another problematic trope within friends is the fat jokes. No, we need to move away from that. That's true. People age and their digestive systems slow down and we need to just accept that and not comment on it. I also, guess. if you're that rich, get as fat as you want.
2: See, that's hilarious. I'm more like, if you're that rich, get a methodology subscription. Sakara Live Code Retrograde. <laughs> no, I yeah. love him. I don't care. He's like the zaddy of all that. Yeah. I'm so into it. Anyways. <laughs> that said. <laughs> it was an emotional, beautiful roller coaster. And it really is like, it's crazy to be someone who's touched so many people's lives. You can't possibly process that as one individual
1: also like that's just the interesting thing about the career of acting is it's literally somebody saying yes to you. Yeah. And then your whole life changes. Yeah. It's so wild. Mm -hmm. And I just it was so interesting how she had had how Jennifer Aniston was cast on another show. I just loved all of that. I wanted more. I wanted more bloopers. Yeah. Behind the scenes. I could have just done with them just talking about scenes that they remember and trying to figure all of that out that hilariously was, none of them remember anything and how they like <laughs> don't watch the show i mean it's just yeah it was great it was yeah. a beautiful trip down mem's lane and thank you hbo max
2: yeah and i'm happy they didn't do a full episode like a lot of people were like i
1: wanted an episode and i'm like the episodes are great to as see is. that no, no. I
2: don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope there's people out there who understand that reference.
1: There have to be. Yeah. If not, then... Sorry. There we go. Um, shall we talk about today's episode? Because
2: yes. we're over the time that we said we would talk in an intro, but I feel like it's okay because we're in person for the first time. Yeah. We should really do just like a whole episode. Yeah, like we're this. going to. But I guess I'll settle for an intro. We have a friend's mother on the show today.
1: Carrie Ann Price, who we don't want to detract from her amazingness as a singular individual, but we connected with her because when you have a magical friend whose mother is also magical, yeah, you get to talking and you say you need to come on the show. And really, we've had so many people over the years suggest that they wanted to come out about akashic records and just personally I never really had connected with that type of work before until I met Carrie Ann. and the the first session I had with her I was just everything she said was so accurate and like for me I think I allude to this in the conversation it's pretty out there like it's it's a little challenging for me to be like sure sure yeah totally but it hasn't steered me wrong I mean, some of the things that she's told me, it's interesting, we
2: haven't really connected on like what we have learned, but like some of the things she told me like about my past lives and like energy that I'm holding, it's like, those are things that I was internalizing as like true about my life now. Mm-hmm. Like, why was I so mad about this thing? Or why was I always like triggered by that thing? And it's like, because you're carrying energy from like a different lifetime and once she kind of cleared that and released that, it's like all these different issues around those things now completely went away. Yes. Not only in my own consciousness, but like the pathway of those things like around me energetically yeah. was cleared. It's so fucking crazy.
1: Magic, why not? Yeah
2: for sure. And I told that story in a pitch and I sold the thing I was trying to pitch, so thanks Carrie Anne.
1: Thank you Carrie Anne. Yeah. So without further ado, let's just
2: The audience is like, "What did you sell?" You'll yeah. Find, yeah. Out. find out. You'll find out.
1: Um I love how we keep
2: it so vague on this show. I know. Okay, so I want to address that really quick before yeah. we bounce out what, bounce out. I sorry, it's 2002. Um and I'm rolling on Molly. <laughs> um <no>. <laughs> um <laughs> We talked a lot about stuff on the Gabby episode in a way that was like very, really vague. And I think it's partially because like we weren't in person and it was like this weird virtual connection confronting something that was really sensitive. So I just want to say, and then we just like went right back to recording like regular episodes as though we hadn't like had that conversation. So I want to acknowledge that um, for the audience and also say that like, I'm very interested in us going just deeper on how we each went into like whatever direction we needed to go and to feel like safe and happy in 2020. Yes, And the ways in which we diverge and the ways in which we stayed together. And like, I think that it's just more important for everyone to know that like we're good.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing
2: like cataclysmic happened. It's just like, when you aren't connecting with someone a lot over time, it just leaves a lot of room for like assumption and blame and annoyance and sadness. And I think a lot of it for us was like, for me, like my sadness was turning into something else. And I don't necessarily think it's that important for us to like cut our wrists open and explain everything to everyone. But like, I do think that I think airing it out more as far as like referencing it, even from like a light joking perspective would be informative for oh, the yeah. audience and as I well. And I also
1: feel as if just like a, as an unofficial survey. Yeah. I think a lot of women I know are dealing with similar issues with girlfriends in particular. Mm-hmm. COVID has been hard on friendships. Mm-hmm. And I just want to acknowledge that. And we're, but, but I think that what is cool is that maybe we can be an example of like working through that. Everyone just needs to do what's like best
2: for them with obvious respect and boundaries. Like we're not suggesting fucking (laughs) doing anything super rogue, but I think that that's a really important place to start, especially now that like we're just moving into a different time and it's going to be even more sensitive with being out in public and like more exposure. It's like fucking go gently, Mm -hmm. like really go gently and, and just keep that in mind because I, I got so I've gotten so many messages from people being like every, like when you talk about this it makes me realize that I need to check my judgment and it's like that's really good like that's really good because we shouldn't be eating ourselves alive because it's something that we have no fucking control over like it's really sad that we like are destroying personal relationships over something that we have nothing to fucking do with right like if you really think about it This is just like, we're just kind of victims of something that is so much larger than us in in facets and layers that like, we don't understand. We try to understand, but we really don't.
1: Maybe. I mean, that's the conversation for a different time. You, You think that we really understand the scope of what's going on like on a global level? I think that if we're in a pandemic, my opinion, we're in a pandemic that historically a vaccine is what pulls us out of it. Mm-hmm. And so I I support the vaccine getting. Right. No, I, and I support you getting that. Yeah.
2: I'm more talking about.
1: Right. No, the, not the devices. vaccine itself.
2: I'm not even talking about that. Right. I'm talking about like the whole scope of everything. There's so much information that like, we're going to look back on this in 10 years. And all of us on every side are going to be like, whoa, like, fuck. I'm so rocked by this information <laughs> right. because like, I was trying to do the right thing and believe what I need to believe based on the information that I'm taking in and resonates with me and like we're all doing that in every way. Yes. But I think the grace and the gentleness comes from like
1: all of us acknowledging on some level that we don't really know. Certainly. And I think all we can do is give each other grace and just believe in our hearts that like everyone's just doing the best that they can. 100%. And I think that for us like coming to that was like a big... Aspect of us healing. Mm-hmm. And so offering that to anyone who may may need that too.
2: Yeah. And I'm sure there's many people <laughs> that do. Yeah. So, anyways, we are going to get into some Akashic Records stuff. Hopefully it, it, it Akashic resonates. Akashic Records. I'm really into saying that things resonate lately. Yeah. So I, I like
1: that. Resonate <laughs> during a retrograde. Hey.
2: Okay. I'm <laughs> um, really happy that you guys are here for this episode. Of yeah. That. You guys, it's a, this is a big deal. So, Thanks for joining. And thanks to Carrie Ann and thanks to our partners. And you know what else? Tell me. Thanks for, if you feel like it... Going on over and um, sprucing up our iTunes reviews. Yeah, that would be cute. Not that they need sprucing because they're.
1: I like a current, a handful of current ones. Yeah, they're I shining. I like to see it. They're shining as they are, but they they're kind of outdated. I know. I would love to see if you guys enjoy this show. Mm-hmm. And we, I never push on this because mm-hmm. we I, we we're good about mentioning it here and there. Other shows will make sure to do the ask every time that's never really been our style but (laughs) like me please please review me like and subscribe um but i have said only write things that are good yeah (laughs) and so if you don't (laughs) um no but in all seriousness it definitely helps the show we have been doing this for six and a half years Mm -hmm. and we are continuing Mm -hmm. so like let the folks know okay let them know that we
2: will continue, that you want us to continue. And tell us, tell us why. Um, speak our love language of compliments and give us the gift of a review.
1: There we go. We did it. All right. Without further, further, we've got Carrie Ann Price. I really want to say special thanks to one of our sponsors today, Public Goods, for helping make this show happen. Public Goods, honestly... I'm obsessed with them. They are a one-stop shop for sustainably high-quality everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. So they've got everything from coffee to toilet paper to household cleaning products to pet food. Public Goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. You know, I'm recording this from home, pulling the curtain back, and I'm just looking around the room right now, and I'm seeing their dish soap and hand soap at my sink, which I absolutely love. And in my purse that's next to me, I carry their hand sanitizer and their dental floss. Those are just four all-stars that I appreciate from them, but they have so many wonderful products that are all ethically sourced and they obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives that are still common on drug and grocery store shelves. And they use a membership model to keep the costs low. And then that passes on even more savings to us customers. Also, they plant one tree for every order placed and incorporate sustainability into every part of the company. Love their site. So we worked out a deal for you guys. You'll get $15 off your first public goods order with zero minimum purchase. So they are so confident that you will absolutely love their products, and I am too, and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend off your first purchase. Just take the $15, get something for your household, try it out, you're gonna love it. And then, you know, maybe get the membership. I got the membership. I really have been using it a ton. So basically we have nothing to lose. So head over to publicgoods.com slash retrograde. Or use our code retrograde at checkout. That's P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash retrograde to receive $15 off your first order. Okay. You know we we don't go an episode without shouting out a fizzy sparkling beverage, and this brand is no exception to the love in our beverage-influencing hearts. We're talking about huzzah. It's a sparkling water with added probiotics and three grams of sugar or less. And honestly, tastes like sunshine in a can. It is so delicious. I know I've been previously like hyping up the juicy pear flavor because it's really delicious. And I do still love it so much. But I'm going to be honest. I moved on to the strawberry hibiscus. Don't hate me, juicy pear. I still love you. They also have the raspberry and lemon that I also really like. But my boyfriend likes that one. So he gets that. And I have now Taking over the juicy pear and the strawberry hibiscus. It's really a nice cocktail hour, non libation libation. You know what I mean? It's fizzy. It's a little tart. It's flavorful. It's definitely not too sweet. The raspberry lemon has zero sugar. The strawberry hibiscus has just three grams of sugar. The juicy pear has just three grams of sugar. So it's like fruit forward, it's not anything too sugary. I've been seeing this at every grocery store, but we have a code for you guys. If you head over to drinkhuzzah.com, that's D-R-I-N-K-H-U-Z-Z-A-H.com and use our code retrograde, you'll get 20% off your first order. So they'll deliver it to your house. It's shelf stable. So you don't have to put it all in the fridge at once. You can keep it in the pantry and then just like have it ready to go whenever you need it. I do love it cold. It's yummy by itself. It's really yummy on ice. And I would venture to guess it's pretty good as a mixer too. So that is drinkhuzzah.com, code retrograde, 20% off. You're going to love it. Carrie Ann Price,
0: welcome oh, thank to you. the show today. Thank you. I'm so honored to be joining your amazing podcast. You guys are precious. I <laughs> listen to your shows and your guests. Are, your, your fans are fun, right? You guys keep it so fun. That's what I'm all about. So we're really aligned. Because, you know, it's all about the mystical, the things that we're not in touch with that, you know, we can't put our hands on. And that just keeps it like, uh, oh, my God, what's next? Right. But I actually, through the Akashic Records, can help people a great deal. And it's very specific. The work I do is not random, and I'm going to tell you. But you guys leave your questions.
2: Okay, (laughs) so we have Carrie Ann Price on. As you just heard, she is uh, mother of our friend Pamela, who I've known since very young, uh, we all went to the same summer camp. Where you at? French woods. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's people listening to like, I didn't know she went there, but I've known for a while that you're, uh in Pamela's words, come from a long line of witches. <laughs> and then you've been practicing reading the Akashic Records and among other things,
0: correct? Yes, I've done tarot, you know, in a corporate setting. They're like, I'm like, really? You want me to do tarot in this big, huge corporate setting? <laughs> it's so cute. Um, Yeah, I've done <laughs> Vedic astrology for many, many years. And that's mm-hmm. very... You know, Eastern horizon, astrology stuff, very different from Western. What you guys talk about, Um, and I've always been. You know, if I talk about Vedic, my eighth house, which is all about mysticism, is really huge. All my planets are aligned there. Um, Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about gifts, soul gifts, and what I do is all about what we can create now in the physical world. Vedic astrology was more faded, and it's Mm -hmm. kind of gone away because now. We are more a choice. The way mm-hmm. the planets have aligned, we're now able to create what we want. And we know that as a, but we can do stuff without being burned at the stake, right, in in certain terms. But yeah.
2: So Vedic astrology is has that like faded element. Western astrology accounts for free will. What are the Akashic records? Because I feel like Elizabeth and I have been hearing about them for a very long time. And it wasn't until we met you that we, sort of began to understand. Uh, I know your reading helped me immensely, but I still don't understand. Are they like in a library somewhere? Are they <laughs> in my computer? <laughs> like, where are the records
0: stored? Yeah. So the
1: West Hollywood Public Library. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. how you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> where I go to every time. No, yeah. Actually, <laughs> the Akashic Records, we cannot see them. They're a fifth dimensional thing, right? We're multidimensional. So I'm always accessing it. Uh, so if you want to picture a library, right? Cause we can't see it. And that library is ginormous and it holds every soul that ever was. And there's so much more room to allow all the souls that are yet to be. But the thing is the souls are, you know, what is it about the souls that they have? Everything, you know, all the karmic history, all your soul gifts. Where are you as far as, you know, your higher aspect, your soul vibration rate, everything, almost every reading I do, is I'm, I'm entering into your Akasha record So
2: how do you find
0: them? So, you know, you have to be attuned. So like mm-hmm. I have um, student practitioners, I actually teach people to do this because I don't want to be the only one blessed to be able to help free and heal people and help them to create their soul success stories because there are so many, like people do. It's amazing. So I it is an attunement. So you can't just randomly of people do go in you have to have permission. So when I went into yours and Elizabeth's, I I knew I had your permission. You gave me the information, your date of birth and place of birth and name and such. And what do you want to create for yourself? And then from then, I have a very specific protocol of questions that I ask, so that we can get right to the point. So the Akashic Records are really, there's not a whole lot to say about it, except it is so rich. So just think about it. each of us has a book, right? We are a book, in that Akashic record, and we can open that book with permission, and we can flip to any page in that book and learn about anything, right? So the so when I did your first Akashic record reading and clearing, soul alignment is what I call and what I teach. That um, the first half is like it's an hour long reading. As you remember, I recorded it because it's just so much information about you at soul level and I teach you about your soul gifts. So the Akashic records is going to tell me, oh, this is where Elizabeth and Stephanie landed the first time out as a soul. And always that place is, unless you know, you know this different kind of soul, but mostly it's where it's like a warm toe dipped in the water. And this place is where you're going to be with people who are like you. And that's why it's like a warm dip in the water the first time out as a soul. You know, in the kasha records, I tell you how many lifetimes you've had, right? And that's important, not because it's like, oh, my God, I'm an old wise soul. We don't really care about that. It's because the second half of the reading, I'm going to tell you about your past lives and what it is you created with whom, you know, your whole story. And what I had to clear because of the choice that's on repeat, right? That's a negative karmic pattern for you that we have to clear. And that's what I clear.
1: So when you're tapping into somebody's records, is it more of like a download that you're getting or how does the information come to you?
0: Okay, so yeah, I'm dowsing. Uh, I'm clear clear cognizant, right? Okay. So like if I'm dousing what is the blocking restriction that is affecting my client now from a choice they made 18 lifetimes ago? It's still on repeat because we want to clear it. And maybe I'll have a list of, you know, a hundred words. I'll go right to the word and I'll be like, and then I'll douse to validate. It's always right on spot on. What
2: does that, what does that mean?
0: So I'm dousing. And so blocks and restrictions are things that I have to clear. So when I did your, each of your uh, readings, the first reading and clearing is huge because I am clearing so much that has been getting in the way of you accomplishing things in you. You don't even know. Nobody can know. Mm-hmm. How can you know your soul gifts without me telling you or somebody like me? Right, Elizabeth, you're very familiar yeah. with the spirit guides. Uh, when we're doing strategic sessions, um, they will always come on board and start talking. Right? They're very. Yeah. They adore you. They want to. They take so advantage of the moment that we're talking together, and and they will start chiming in. But we already know what it is you want to create. So they're able to give you very clear guidance based on that. What do you want to create?
1: So how, what is it? I'm just so curious in the experience of being able to tap into other people's guides. And I know that you'll, I'll hear you say, let me check to see if your guides are talking. And then you are able to interpret what they're saying. So like, what is that experience like for you? You Is it really clear? Is everybody's, can you? make out what the guides look like, or is it more of a clear audience experience? Like explain.
0: Sure. Um, Well, when I go into a session, I will ask spirit guides, please, Elizabeth, spirit guides, will you please enter the room and please one, one, only will be the spokesperson because we don't want all kinds of interference, right? Because they all know you. They all love you. They all know what you want and they want to give you the clearest guidance, but one spokesperson. So they're already on board. Often what I do is when I call them, I will see what they're doing. And I think the last time, one, oh, one time it was, remember, I'm like, oh, wow, there's a fist and it's to the right. Oh, they're holding the baseball bat. Oh, they're, oh, Elizabeth is batting it out of the park. You know, like you're swinging out of the park. They were really going to let me know that you're- Or demolishing
1: everything. Yeah, that's I wasn't awesome sure, too. right?
0: <laughs> it, hit, swinging it out of the park. So I see it, right? And Claire visual as well. And Claire Cognizant. Okay. And so, but when they talk, it's just an immediate download. And I, well, I will be like, and I'll know that it's them because all of a sudden it'll be like, that's not content I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll start, I'll start talking really fast, sometimes really aggressively. Sometimes I'll curse. They're really funny and I'm not, you know, really a huge cursor or they're really jokesters. Uh, like during spirit guide and greets, sometimes they're really poetic and I am not a poet. Sometimes they will speak a little bit in another language, and I'll be like, "I don't know that language, right?" The language is that that will come across to the client, and the client they're, like, "Oh my god, you can't know that!" I'm like, "Well, I don't speak that language." <laughs> you know, it's not a whole lot, but it's enough, right? So, yeah, but it is. It's like an immediate download. It's not like people are always like, "Oh my god, you get possessed." No, not like that at all. I'm still mean. It's just a, Is it scary? No, no, they're so loving. They're so loving. So spirit guides, so during that first reading and hearing, I tell you how many spirit guides you have and how much they love you, right? We are their, you are their only person. So they're there for you 24-7. You can meet them, right? That's another reading that you would meet them and you would learn how they guide you, what their names are, what they look like, right? Right. They don't really look like anything but they're gonna look like something for you because we're third dimensional so we need it's important for us to know what something looks like right so my spirit guides when I looked at them there are more light and color right some others were like Popeye or Mr. Potato Head they're so funny or one was my Bernese mountain dog and you know and one was I was um if you read my blog I closed my eyes, and I said, okay, what do you look like? And I saw white, and then I saw a wing, and then I saw a duck. And I said, oh, you're the white wings of a duck. So I said to my client as I was giving her her reading, I said, about the spirit guides, so this is what it looks like. And so she went on, and at the end, she said, I'm going to tell you what that meant. I said, okay. So when I was a kid, my grandma, every day, would sing to me, the White wings of the dove prayer song every day, and I, I can't believe that my spirit guide did that to let me know that they're for real. And grandma was there, right? And I'm like, if That's happened. I one time I was giving a spirit guide reading to let them meet there, and we're sitting down. It was in my shop, and I'm like, Oh, I forgot to see what they look like. Let me go at go in your record and access close my eyes. I'm like, Oh, I'm seeing it for you. it's a mountain. It's a turtle. Your spirit guide looks like a turtle. (laughs) So I said, does that mean something? She said, oh, my God. If you walk into my house, open the door, you open the door, everything, every picture, every object, every spoon, every dish is a turtle. And I'm like, yeah. So they're connecting with you and want you to know they're for real. And they, you know, they'll send, each one will send a long message. But, I mean, Elizabeth, you have gotten so much from them. They have spoken with you so much; it's like amazing. (laughs) They think you're so cool. I
1: always love to check in with them. I'm like, "What are the guides saying?" Right? It's hilarious, right?
0: You know, and uh,
1: it's so fascinating. Yeah, because they've never. And here's the thing: like, I always err on the side of kind of like skepticism, especially when it comes to this category of work. But it's been such a catalyst for so many shifts for me, and. Everything you've ever communicated that my guides are saying has been spot on. So I have there's really no room for me to not be on board because I'm like, it, it's just not ever been anything but so true and resonated so
0: deeply. Yeah, um, it's amazing. I mean, when they give homework all the time. Yeah. Right? And that's why I record every session because they will talk fast. I will not remember mm-hmm. what they say right? It's coming and it's just for you. So I send your sessions, you can listen back if you didn't take notes because you're going to want to do. It's not that they're telling you what to do because they cannot diminish who we are as the powerful creator of our experience. We never want ever anybody. And that's why I get you on your soul mountain. I'm like, anybody tries to get on your mountain, you kick them off, right?
2: All right, guys, let's take a break to celebrate one of our longtime partners of the show. We are talking about Talkspace. Talkspace is an amazing online resource for therapy. You've heard us talk about it many times. And as you know, you can sign up online and start therapy the same day as you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. It's so convenient. And it is incredibly affordable. I've heard so many people say they would love to go to therapy, but they can't afford it. Talkspace just really makes it accessible and from the comfort of your own home, which I don't know, I think if there's anything that we have learned in 2020, there are some things that we just we can do from the comfort of our own home. Talkspace lets you send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the platform 24 seven. They help you set goals and they hold you accountable to make sure that you're really progressing through using their therapy. They offer the tools that you need to cope in challenging times and they help shift your perspective because they are the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including, like I said, anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. They're there for you. It's worth saying that Talkspace is secure and private. They use end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store the client information, and they comply with all the HIPAA regulations. So anything that you say or do is safe in the context of Talkspace, as a listener, that's a retrograde. You will get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com, use code RETROGRADE, and you'll get $100 off your first month, Talkspace.com, code RETROGRADE. Next, we are talking about our lovely friends at Ritual. God, I love Ritual. You know why? Because we deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why especially when it comes to something that we take every day. Ritual has clean, vegan-friendly multivitamins that are formulated with high-quality nutrients. They are bioavailable for your body. As you know, I'm obsessed with their traceable, bioavailable ingredients, especially in the realm of the B vitamins. They are methylated B12. They use folate. And you can go on their website and see what form you're taking the vitamin in, and where they come from. Also, there's no sugar, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants. They contain key nutrients in forms that the body can actually use with no extras. It is so devastating to read some of the bottles of these widely available supplements. It breaks my heart, but not with Ritual. They have their delayed release capsule that delivers high quality nutrients in just two daily pills. They are for women, men, and teens, and they are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. And they are delivered to your door every month with free shipping. And you can start snooze or cancel your subscription at any time. You can also get them for a friend or a family member. Spread the love, guys. So go to ritual.com retrograde, and they will give you 10% off during your first three months. Ritual.com slash retrograde. Taking a daily multivitamin can really make a difference. Don't take it from me. Try it yourself. You'll love it because they're also minty, which I forgot to mention, but that's important. Okay. Ritual.com slash retrograde. Now let's get back to the show.
1: How do people become experts in Akashic Records? Like what's that training like? Is it training? Do you just, are you just gifted with it? What goes
0: on? All right. So, you know, I've heard other people speak on your show that, you know, we all have a psychic ability, right? We all have that sixth sense and that that sixth chakra. You know, I talk about chakras a lot and I clear a lot and get all your chakras balanced in that first reading and clearing. As far as my practitioners, there is, um, so I, I, love, I love my practitioners. They're so wanting to be able to help others, right? And be blessed. And it's such a transformative experience. So what it is, is, They come on board. I give them an understanding of what they're going to go through the the program because it's intense. It's a lot. Um, It's just like going to class, right? You're going to have a curriculum. You're going to have protocol. They all have to get five practice clients so that they do everything with those clients. What's amazing is they see the results and they gain confidence. They see that they're doing the work and they see it right away. They learn how to douse. Um, obviously, I have to attune them to what's dowsing? So dowsing is they have they can either take their pendulum, okay and uh, then or they can do the muscle testing. Mostly, it's a pendulum, and they know what their yes and their no is, and they're going to get all their protocol answers through dowsing. And um, but how are they going to get their information? I do have to attune them. Uh, not everybody can be a practitioner, so I will know right away but most everybody can do it, right? I mean, the people that I can read for, absolutely, they can be a practitioner. Um, But there are certain souls that, they're just negative souls, they're not good or bad. It's just that they're not able to do this work and get accurate results. And I can't read for them either. It's very interesting.
1: What are great sources? So let's say listeners are like, Akashic Records, I've heard about this. I am intrigued. Like, where is the best place to start? Are there great books or websites or anything that are that are carrying approved sources for this type of material? Because I've gathered that it's very layered.
0: There's a lot. Right. So this isn't in a book, right? This is a modality. So this is something that I learned from my mentor, Andrea Hess. Right. I am one of her licensed facilitators, so I there's only like 15 of us in the world, and that's that's not many of us. It's right. not easy to do, but we have been doing this work for a long time, so we can impart our wisdom, our experience, right? So when I when I tell you guys your readings, I'm like, don't look this up. There's nothing that's going to tell you. You know, you might look up and talk, and it's not typically going to make sense, right? And so there's not really a book I ever read. I've never. All right. So I'm going to give you an example. So I have one of my practitioners who's my first graduate. She said, you know, and I went to the Agricultural Institute in her hometown of Virginia Beach. And I was thinking of taking the cost of courses, but they didn't promise. I don't make promises, but it's almost a guarantee that you're going to come out and you're going to earn a living, right? And they all do. They're all like, oh, my God, because of my practice clients, I'm getting referrals because of. Their accomplishments, what they've been able to magically make happen based on the work we're doing. It's not magic, it's what they're doing in their third dimension, in their physicality. But no, I don't have a source that I can point you to, but you can come to me and learn. <laughs> I would love
1: to teach you. Some strategic business <laughs> yeah. plan
0: right there. Yes. Any any energy workers, any life coaches, people who want to like expand their practice and make a really good living. It's really amazing. I'm very busy. Yeah. And helping people, being blessed to help people. Oh, my God. The soul success stories upon soul success stories are amazing. But, yeah, the Akashic Records is just, it is a big old library with all your karmic, everything, all your choices that you've ever made, all of your gifts. You know, sometimes I'll read parallel lifetimes, and that is something really, like, so far out. And, like, we are all doing, like, six lifetimes at once and it's all being filtered through our one higher self. All of that is in your cost practice But, you know, it takes a lot of study, right? Very specific study to understand all that because, you know, people will go in and say, I can read you and they don't know where they're getting entered. A lot of people are like, you know, you know, I talk about spirit guides. They are your frontline team because, yes, there are a second-line team, right? There are your other guides, but they are there for a whole lot of other people, right? There are these different angels, but they're there for a whole lot of other people. We don't want, they're going to be there when our frontline team needs their help, right? Mm -hmm. But their frontline team knows you so well, and they're so wise, right? And your soul vibration rate goes up and up and up, right? You know, I talk about your soul vibration rate. Stephanie, I told you your soul vibration rate at the very beginning. And what that means, and that's like everyone's like, oh my god, my vibration rate. What is my vibration rate? Well, it is basically what is your wisdom. That I read in the kashatriya as well. Right? So it is not n- no numbers better than the other. That's what you will learn in your first reading and your soul vibration rate. Right? And it's just about your journey, about mis- the mystical. Right? Anyone who's below five. They don't give a crap about this. They don't, it hurts their feelings to be told this stuff. Anyone who's six and above or close, spirit guide them. Our spirit guides are souls just like us. They just have so much wisdom that they can impart it. And instead of choosing to incarnate, to have an experience to create, they actually can choose to be our spirit guide. So they are discarnate souls who are there for us 24-7. We get a different Set of spirit guides with each incarnation, right? So we choose to come back. So I'll look in your Akashic records and I'll tell you so many other things. Oh my god! Oh, how many white lights and blue lights? Remember that, guys? Mm -hmm. Remember? And this is all about how intentional you are. If you have 30 white lights, that means you are doing tons of intentionality through hopes, prayers, wishes, and dreams. I get that in the Akashic records. If you have blue lights, There's satellite and strength. Then I'll tell you, oh, you've got three or five. Oh, you pay attention. What does that mean? Pay attention to the nudges. That is your spirit guides, your masters, teachers, guides, and angels are really letting you know this is how you can get to where you want to get because you're intentional. So it's really great to be intentional. It's huge, right? But this whole thing, getting you on your soul mountain, that's when first reading clearing you'll learn so much about everything from your akashic record but a cool thing is i have to get out of your akashic records at the end and yeah how do you do that oh my god so how do i get in so you know everybody's different some people will go in oh the first time i did it i was like i made it a big deal i'm like okay i'm gonna open the door and i'm gonna see this big wall and and my spirit guides it was hilarious they come in and they do this entire Broadway show
1: and
0: i'm like wow you guys i mean it was so amazing and now i just go in and i you know go out and remember one time i was at the client and i'm like she's this financial advisor and i'm like i forgot to ask something about this let me go in boom i'm in but i need to get out if i don't get out it's so weird like i was at um this restaurant really nice french restaurant I was so looking forward to that restaurant. I had the worst meal. I was such a great, and I I was so mean to my husband. And on the way home, I'm like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry that I was going to be here. I have been in the kashakikas the whole time. <sighs> and I've been in this person's record, and that's going to be really weird. And, and you know, when I get, and I can't sleep. If I'm still on the record, I can't sleep. Even in my own record, I have to get out. So, mm-hmm. it's you want to get out. It's so, it, yeah. You
1: know. What's your ritual for that?
0: Okay. So, for me, um, so I enter in and I ask my master's teacher. So, I go in and I'm like, okay, um, I enter into the Kashi records, I'm master's teachers, guys, and angels be with me for truth and accuracy to be found in the highest good all. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm in right. Some people are going to go, all right, I'm entering an elevator, I'm going up to the fifth floor. And when I open, that's the Akashic Records, and they see the library, right? And then when they're going to close, they're going to go to the elevator, they're going to press the button to go to the first floor, and they're out. Everybody's different. For me to go out, I'm like, okay, I thank you so much. I close, I step outside the Akashic Records. My feet are touching the forest floor outside of the Akashic Records. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, and I think, you know, and also, like, when I'm doing a session with you, Elizabeth, I have to thank the spirit guides again. Thank you, Spirit Guides, for all of the information that you've helped with Elizabeth. Right. Mm-hmm. And then bye, right? Close yeah. out.
1: So it's just like an official greeting and an official closing. And that's right. crucial to the experience.
0: Very, very, very wow. Very. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Carrie Ann, this is so cool. You truly are so magical and How you are able to be a conduit of this information is really special.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: It's Having a session with you is always just like such a light in my week. And it just has helped me evolve as a person. And I think anything that, that can be a tool for that and for growth and for us to just have a better understanding of who we are and what we want and how we can show up for the people in our life and for our dreams is so special.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've been doing amazing work. You've been staying on your soul mountain. So cool to watch you. (laughs) Just over here on Zoom on a soul mountain. (laughs) Stephanie, you don't know you're on your soul mountain, but we can talk about it. (laughs) I mean, I assume I am. Yes, you
1: are. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like
0: with everything, you want to have the knowledge, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to know. We can't just randomly go, oh, that's going to, you know, download. now. we you know some be- of the
2: things you told me were so healing, like that I was able to uh, navigate relationships now in a new way and just deal with things um, with from a new perspective, some I hadn't seen before. And so I'm so grateful even just for that one session. But I'm gonna offline you and come
0: back again so I can find out what's going on on my mountain. Who's there? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, nobody. (laughs) Don't ever want anybody there. Oh, (laughs) your own mountain. Oh well, if there's anybody there, we better kick them out. (laughs) Come on, come on, everybody. Basically, I just if you to before we close, the ideal thing is I'm free. I. Creating this world, right? I'm so powerful. But really, the ideal thing would have to be this world of a a very bumpy world where there are millions and gazillion mountains and we're all on our own mountain wading to each other, doing our own divinity, and honoring that, you know, that is, you know, we're all snowflakes and unicorns and we want to honor that and not have to, you know, create an agenda that other people have to abide by. We have to agree to disagree. And we can go down into the valley, right? but at all times, we are with our higher self, knowing our divinity, our soul gifts, and having a blast, right? Elizabeth, what do I say? Are you having fun? If you are not having fun, we got to relook this thing. It's all about having fun, creating what you want.
1: I
2: love that so much.
1: Carrie Ann, thank you so much. Your website is rebootmysoul.com. Your program that you offer is My Soul Mountain. Carrie ann is such a special soul. We are so grateful to her for being with us today and, yeah, clarifying the Akashic because really I can't explain it myself, so mm-hmm. <laughs> great to have someone who knows. Yeah. You're
0: so welcome. Thank you. It's been so a for me to be a part of this.
2: Let some things be retrograde. Yes, let some.